Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Good evening and welcome to the Thursday Night Throwdown. Sponsored by the Anchor FM and brought to you by the Sideline Junkies. We got the mighty, mighty D.R. Delonte. What's good? What's good? What's happening, man? Of course, you got the big guy, KG. Just, I, I, I think, Delonte, correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably feel the same way. Uh, I think we're both reeling from game three. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh. But you know what? Game three, it gave me remnants of LeBron versus the Warriors. You know, the hmm. Cleveland's LeBron versus the Warriors. Um, you know, Steph, he he tried. He scored forty-seven points. He tried. He he tried. He 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 tried his damnedest. But man, Toronto, man, they were hitting like threes. Man, it just didn't work. You, you know. I, I text the sideline junkies group chat, which we have on WhatsApp, uh, that they were getting out hustled. And I mean, they, as in the Warriors, they were getting out hustled. I, I watched guys stand around with long rebounds and they became offensive rebounds for Toronto. Yeah. I, I mean, but one thing I will say about this game, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not afraid to say it. The Raptors played a hell of a game, and they played as a team. And their defense was outstanding. Serge Ibaka, six points, five rebounds, and six blocks. He looked like Serge Ibaka from OKC. Yeah, he Serge, I, I'm, you know what? I'm I'm gonna cut to the front of the line. It's and I got a shout out, uh, and I also got to like eat crow because uh, <laughs> somebody from Toronto, Toronto. I've been dogging. I I basically dog them every postseason, but I was looking at. Uh, I watched last night's game. I watched all the games, but he has shown up. He has shown up, and that's Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Man, he he. You know what I'm saying? Like. Dude, dude, he was he's he's been balling, he's been balling. So I I I gotta like, you know, I ain't dropping one knee, but you know, so I gotta eat crow. I gotta like, you know, pay homage to Cal. Like Cal, Cal been balling, man. Cal been balling. Twenty three points, nine assists last night. Yeah, and hit quite a few threes. Now, of course, you got. 30 points from uh, Kawhi Leonard, 18 from Siakam and nine rebounds, uh, 18 from Danny Green. Van Vliet gives you uh, 11. So, I mean, you had a lot of guys in double figures. Now, on the other side, the Warriors, 47 and eight and seven assists from Steph Curry. Uh, only four points from Sean Livingston. Only four points from DeMarcus Cousins. You can't get four points from starters. No. 11 points, six rebounds for Iguodala. Uh, Draymond, 17, 7, and 4. That's seven rebounds and four assists. And once again, 
no production from the bench. And not only that, but um, I'm I'm gonna tell you the biggest disappointment of the night: Demarcus Cousins. Like, dude, you had an opportunity to like really step up. You know what I'm saying? Like your team's depleted. You know, you had an opportunity to step up. Possibly, you know what I'm saying, kind of audition for a, a max deal for next season. And you just, you look like, <laughs> you just look like you had no place out there, man. Uh, like I want to quit. Yeah, because he looked like he was just frustrated. But I want to use an L word, but I won't say it. So I'll just say lethargic. Yeah. He looked like he was out of gas. So. He only played 19 minutes last night. The rest of the starters, uh, 43 minutes from Curry. Sean Livingston only played t- uh, 17 minutes. But you got 27 minutes and 22 minutes from Bogut and uh, Quinn Cook. And Bogut, I was like, okay, Bogut's on the board. He's open. I mean, geez. I thought him and your rep code was going to step up, but I guess not. You talk about frustration last night. I was frustrated with Draymond Green and I was frustrated to the fact that they're giving you the three. Dude, don't keep taking it. How many air balls did he shoot last night? Right. He shot a a few. And every time he loaded up to shoot, the first thing I said, don't shoot that dump. (sighs) You got to take a deep breath. I mean, I I used a couple four-letter words. That I won't use here, but right. yeah, I, I I let it, I let the TV have it because I'm like, dude, if they're not okay, yeah, they're not uh, defending you, but they're so far off you, you can dribble one time, take a step inside the arc, and shoot. It's a, I mean, it may not look like it space wise. It's a big difference between behind the arc and right inside of it. It's it's a big difference, but right. if he steps into that. And he shoots. It's a knockdown. I mean, you're not a splash brother. Let it go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It was, yeah, I think those shots, they were like bailout shots. Yeah. They weren't even like trying, man. It was just, I was like, damn. That's what it's come to? I just, and then, you know, we had a lot come out from last night. Now, to begin the game, Clay Thompson was fighting the tra- training staff because he wanted to play. They wanted him to sit out. Clay Thompson hasn't missed a playoff game in five seasons. They wanted him to sit down. I'm going to ask you this. If Clay would have played at uh, maybe he's at 60, 70, 75%, I know he's not 80, would it have made a difference yep. in this game? Yep. Yeah, it is. Yep. That's it, because, I mean, they lost by, what, 14? Clay would have gave you probably, like, 21. So, yeah, the Warriors, they probably would have eked it out. And I'm going to use the word strongly, eked. But, yeah, they, they uh, yeah, Clay, Clay would have, like, took them over. But um, Clay, he'll be back tomorrow. He's already confirmed for tomorrow night. Well, confirmed out for tomorrow and we'll get into it a little bit more in the second half of the show is uh Kevin Durant. Uh, we'll get into that a little deeper 
after we do our game three preview and picks. Um, but I'm just – let me ask you this. Looking at last night's game, what in the world can the Warriors do to to – to swing the momentum back, to swing the pendulum back to their side. I, I, just, I think they just got to play defense. That's it. Um, I wouldn't hit the panic button, but they just got to play defense. Defense does win championships. Yes, it does. And this team is not uh, a stranger to it. Draymond Green if I'm not mistaken, let me make sure before I, I start talking out of the side of my neck. But if I'm not mistaken, he won defensive player of the year one year, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, he did. And Steph and Clay have made all defensive teams, whether it be first, second, or third, but they've made all defensive teams. And all defense all uh, all defense team in the NBA is not a popularity contest. You gotta actually play defense. Right. So you can't just be like, you. well, he's popular. The reason why Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Shaquille O'Neal, even Kobe Bryant, those guys played defense. So, yep, he was defensive player of the year in 2017. Mm-hmm. Three-time NBA all-defensive first team, 2015, 16, and 17. The last two seasons he's been on the second team. And he was the NBA steals leader in 2019 and 2017. I'm sorry. How many power forwards? And that is what he is. He's six seven, but he's a power forward. How many power forwards do you know that can lead the lead in steals? Yeah, not not many. So, I mean that's. Jeez, that's a good one there. That is a good one there. I mean, but I just want – it was something missing. And I will say that it was something missing with him. And I don't know what it was with Draymond, but he, he just – he didn't seem like himself last night. No, he didn't. <sighs> maybe, just maybe, if they do this right, uh, they can rebound from it. I mean, the coaching staff got to have something up their sleeve mm-hmm. to 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 you know make it manageable to 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 tie this series up next game before you head back to Toronto. I, and go ahead. For me, I think um, they need to step up. They really need to step up their defensive intensity. And, uh first and foremost because it was a lot of open shots um and then as far as the offensive game plan goes stop they were like they were like standing around watching stuff trying to dribble through double teams and like throw up these shots and all that only person that was really uh, trying to help like even an ounce was draymond but after a while, even he was kind of spectate, uh, spectating. So it was just like, dude, you know, help out. You know what? I seen, I seen Steph put on a, a small show last night. 
but he couldn't do it by himself. And I mean, it's funny because everybody's saying that today. Now you, you hit the nail on the head. When you say it, I know you mean it from the bottom of your heart. He can't do it by himself. It looks like LeBron. You're a basketball peers. So right. you understand what it's like when a player has no help. But a lot of uh, Warriors haters will say, well, LeBron went through it. But when everybody was saying, well, LeBron has no help. Oh, he got Kyrie. He got this. He got that. He had no help. Right. LeBron was making finals with – he made an NBA finals with Mo Williams as his point guard. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying Mo Williams – it's trash, but Mo Williams wasn't the greatest point guard that he had. No, definitely not. So <laughs> maybe, just maybe, I I'll go outside to the Winnebago and go in the back and see if I can find the smallest violin because it's what happens. Right. It's what you have to deal with when you're the guy. And Steph is the guy when it comes to Golden State. Right. So. Yeah, definitely. I just, I don't know, but I, I agree with you. They got to play defense now. Before we end this segment, on the other side, what does Toronto have to do to win two more games and become the 2019? I'm sorry, 2018-19? NBA champions. Oh, uh, simple. Keep it going. Um, let Kawhi do his thing. The role players, they do their thing. Kyle continue to put his foot on the Warriors' necks. And, you know, just – and Nick Nurse continue to, uh, you know, coach, you know what I'm saying, come up with a brilliant game plan and just spread the ball out. You know, open man, shoot the three, hit it. Um, you know, they crash the boards. Just – you know, keep doing what they're doing, man. Because they, I mean, for real, for real, it's it's two one Toronto. But I feel like, with the exception of um, the second half of game two, Toronto has has controlled this entire series. Mm-hmm. With the exception of of the second half of game two, Toronto has controlled this entire series. Well, before we end this. Uh, news came out earlier that award the Warriors minority owner, Mark Stevens, uh, pushed Kyle Lowry last night and also cursed him. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he used some foul language towards him. I don't know exactly what he said, but it came down man, a couple of hours ago. Uh, mm-hmm. He was fined 500000 and banned for one year. Yeah. Now, if he was just a run-of-the-mill fan, it would have been a $500,000 fine and a lifetime ban. But I, I noticed that on the West Coast with Sacramento, Golden State, those small market teams, the owners don't sit. And even in Dallas with uh, Mark Cuban, they don't sit in the box. They sit down with the, the you know, Joe Q public. They sit down with the fans. Right. Yeah, they do. I, I think it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. When you're winning, it's a good thing because mm-hmm. everybody's happy to see you. Right. But when you're continually putting a bad product out, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest it for Ted Leonsis. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't suggest it for him. Uh, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, you know, guys that are putting that that have 
consistent losing teams. Right. I wouldn't ex- wouldn't suggest it for them, but I, I think that that's a good thing. But putting your hands on a player, yeah, you you really messed up. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy's worth two point three billion dollars. So, what do you think five hundred k is worth to him? Not like probably like twenty five dollars. It's just a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. But you know, me personally, hey. I want him to just yell at me and cuss at me so I can be like, yeah, run that money. Yeah. Cause but you, regardless, you gotta be you gotta be smarter than that. And then yeah. you know, because these players, the, the players are vulnerable. So you gotta be, yeah, you gotta be a little smarter than that. I mean, yeah, people you know, people will yell, fine, yell, but to like fit like put your hands on a player, like, nah. That's like next level, like. Whoa, what are you doing there? Right. But, I mean, he should be smarter than that. Maybe he was a little intoxicated, inebriated, whatever. But you didn't, you can't be that dumb and be worth $2.3 billion. You you weren't dumb to make that money. I'm sure you know right from wrong. You know how to be smart. But, hey, that's his money. He's a minority owner of the team, so... More power to him, and I'm sorry that Kyle Lowry had to go through that. But let's go ahead and step away for a minute. We're going to come back with a preview of Game 3, mm-hmm. our picks. Game Game 4. Game 4. Jeez, yeah. why am I saying Game 3? I'm nah, stuck on Game 3. Look, I'm in such a fog because I'm like, it didn't really happen. They're going to play Game 3 tomorrow because the Warriors didn't show up yesterday. I'm in a fog. Right. But we're going to go ahead – do that and then I don't know if you watched the video that was on I believe it was on ESPN on Instagram it was IG live I mean IGT TV video so we're going to talk about that and it involves the Slim Reaper Easy Money Sniper KD so we'll be right back all right And just like that, we are right back. So, game three. Oh, I'm, I'm still stuck on game three. <laughs> <laughs> game four is what tomorrow night, yeah, nine p.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right there, at Oracle Arena. Uh, looking at this, and as of right now, as far as we know, Clay Thompson will be playing, but KD is out. So, basically, you're getting – I think the term should be Warriors Classic. Instead of – you know, with KD, you got to call them the Super Warriors. But yeah. without KD, you got to call them Warriors Classic. So, uh, with that being said, you already stretched your keys to victory for uh, Golden State. Basically, play defense. Uh, for Toronto, you said – Keep the foot on the throttle and just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, it's no need to say anything because you, you did spot on. I mean, you keep talking like that. <laughs> you're going to be walking somebody's sideline in the NBA because basically it's just that. So keep your phone lines open because uh, Delonte, he's available 
for for coaching. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I just need the opportunity. <laughs> but, man. Yeah. Uh Katie, 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 man. Tough. Yes. Indeed. Uh the video was on Sports Center's Instagram. I mm-hmm. IGTV. It was a video of uh Katie greeting his teammates in the tunnel after um last night's game three loss. And I mean it was it it was heartbreaking to see those guys just they seemed like they gave it their all, but they just didn't have enough. And I, I will say that, but they, I mean they gotta right. hustle. Right. But looking at the video very closely and I saw it when I first looked at it and that's why I sent it to you guys. Did you see where his right leg was wrapped up and iced down? Right. Yep. Now I'm going to ask you this. Maybe you, you have a different opinion or a different sight of what I seen. Uh, do you really think that's calf or that's kind of low enough to be, Achilles. Achilles. Yeah, I, I thought it was um, Achilles. Now, I've been doing some things looking at uh, calf strains and looking at the, 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 the muscle. And, you know, the calf muscle goes from right at the top of the Achilles, you know, up to the back of the knee. Right. But that his ice pack was down. Like, if you have a pair of low-top shoes on for those that are listening, Think of the ice bag going at the top, right at the top of the the, the, the low top shoe in the back, mm-hmm. and it's going up to. And his he, he has long legs. I mean right. he's he's listed at six nine, but the guy's what at least seven one. Yeah. So you think about how far the ice pack goes up, and then I'm looking, and I'm like, it's not even really on his calf. Mm-hmm. But looking at it, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe it slid down. But the way he was moving, he didn't seem like uh, he was in very much pain. But I've been doing some research and uh, even a strained Achilles. Uh, uh, well, a, a strained Achilles it actually tears. It's a, a result of um, the muscle tearing from the bone a little bit. Mm. It's just a it's a minor tear. It's nothing like that requires surgery. It just requires rest. But it hurts like hell. Right. But I, I've been doing that and reading, reading that you got different grades. Mm-hmm. So you know, grade one is a stretching and it's a minor tear. A grade two is a partial tear. A grade three is a straight rupture. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think KD is at rupture status. I think he does have a minor tear, but I, once again, I'm not a doctor. I only right. play one on TV. <laughs> but have you ever, in your infinite years of wisdom, your infinite years of 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 watching basketball, even playing basketball, um, sports period? Because you got experience in sports. Have you ever seen someone sit out this long for a calf strain? No. Nope. 
That's that same thing I see. And I'm trying to think back and I'm asking on the field. I, I stopped short of calling my own doctor right. <laughs> and, and asking a question just to because I, I want to be number one, I want to be educated. So I don't sound like a fool. And you know, yeah, we raw, real, unfiltered, and we're pure here, but I still don't want to sound like a fool talking about something that I have no study in it. Right. But that's just what it seems to me. He's missed how many games? Um, he missed all, the whole Western Conference final. Did he? That was four. Yeah, that was four. Games one, two, and three, that's seven. Um and- Part of the, he got hurt in the Houston series. What was that game three? He got hurt in the Houston series. Yeah, game three. And what they beat him in six. Yeah, they beat him in six. So he's missed ten games. Wow. Now, how much real time is that? That's what three weeks almost. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, no, it's a little bit more than two. It's about three weeks. No, nah, yeah, yeah, ten games. Yeah, about three weeks. Because um, remind you, remember they swept. Portland, so they they got a week off. A yeah, week they got nine days. Yeah. Wow. I I don't I don't know what to say, but I, I wish him a speedy recovery because around this time you, you got to put up that bullseye and say, "Hey, easy money sniper, we kind of sort of need you back." Right. It's one thing to play without him, but without him and Clay, yeah. But one thing I hope the Warriors learn from this is that you have to build the bottom of that bench to at least have you one or two sleeper scores that can come off and give you double digits off that bench because their bench, very young, but those guys got to score. You're getting no, you've gotten no production right. from the bench this whole series. So if that doesn't happen, I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna. It's gonna turn out too well for them. So, with that being said, before we jump off of this and jump onto the next topic, game four picks. Who you got? Um, ah, oh boy. Uh, I I think my gut is telling is telling me to take Toronto, but with Clay coming back and they're gonna be home, it's gonna be emotional. I think my head, the brother brain is telling me to take Golden State and a squeaker. <laughs> Excuse me, and a squeaker. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Warriors, but it's, but it's going to be like real touch and go, like a four point win, something of that nature. You know what? I'm going with you, but I'm going even closer than four. I'm going overtime win for the Warriors. On a late, late, last second, I'm talking about not even last second, last tenth of a second, put back by DeMarcus Cousins to win the game by one. Dang. I just, I'm, I'm going to throw a little drama in there. I mean, this has been one of the best playoffs as a whole in a long time. So, Yeah, I agree. It's suspenseful. Give me the Warriors by one in overtime. So, <laughs> before we get out of here, 
Now we 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 <laughs> we've been on a Paul Pierce train for a few weeks now. Paul Pierce came out yesterday, and they were talking about the 2008 Finals, 11 years ago yesterday, where. Paul Pierce took a hard fall and they had to take him off. It was just emotional and he had to be carted off in a wheelchair. He came out and admitted the re- he faked the injury because he had to go to the bathroom. Wow. My question to you, Delante, at 10-22 on June 7th, I'm sorry, June 6th, 2019. Does this change your perception of Paul Pierce? I mean, it, it was already kind of on a fence because of uh, his comments that he's made about D Wade, you know, his, his and how he handled the Isaiah Thomas thing. But after this, actually, no, I don't. I, I'm I'm still on the fence. I, you know, he, he's a great hall player i'm a ball player hall of fame worthy but his 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 character is just kind of is like real questionable to me so ain't no change really still questionable dude well he uh (laughs) he took the twitter and he said this almost 24 hours ago sorry to bust y'all haters bubble but the only and he put the poop emoji ing so you know what he means and i'm i'm pooping i'm going to say that i did on june 5th 2008 was on the lakers facts haters going to hate <sighs> okay yeah pretty much <laughs> as far as changing my perception on him if you want to be real how how good was boston when they when he, it was boston and I'm sorry, it was Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker. How, how good was Boston then? Well, he came in in 98. Antoine, well, Antoine, he, he joined Antoine Walker. Right. So, how, how good was Boston with them two together? They, they, were, they, were, they were okay. Um, of course, they didn't win a championship. I think they made it to a couple Eastern – they made it to one Eastern Conference final, but – they were they were all right. They were okay. Okay. Now, one thing I, I I used to love Paul Pierce at Kansas because when they called him the truth, it was it really was. He he was the truth. Now he came in nineteen ninety eight. He was the tenth overall pick. I don't really remember. Boston being very, very strong in 98, 99, 2000. I really don't – I remember Paul Pierce is pretty good. He wasn't great. He wasn't, you know, shoot the lights out great. Yeah. I remember uh, Antoine Walker was the face of that team. Right. And, you know, I remember people couldn't stand because he used to do that little dance after he scored on you. The but, shimmy. Yeah. And then Antoine Walker had – for a man as big as he is, what is he, six foot nine? And he had handles. And he had, you know, he used to do the hands up and get your hands up and then go right around you. 
Mm-hmm. Boston really wasn't that good. Now, it all changed when uh, Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen came. And Paul Pierce, you know, kind of got a killer instinct about him. He had started shooting the three more. And that's when Boston got on the road, and they were contenders for that duration. And I think if you take and put the first 10 years of his career in a capsule, he's not a Hall of Fame player to me, and I'm going to say it right now. Wow. He's not even a Hall of – he wasn't even borderline Hall of Fame. You take the last few years with the Boston Celtics that he had with the – you know, part of the big three. That really made his career. Now, I mean, I mean, he had flashes early on, but I man, you want to debate about it? Sideline junkies on Instagram, Twitter, sideline junkies colon podcast on Facebook, or sideline junkies twenty four seven at gmail dot com. Hmm. I'm I'm willing to go. Paul Pierce was a wasn't even a borderline Hall of Famer. Right now, he is a borderline Hall of Famer. Who is a hater? Yeah, well, he's definitely a hater. He hates on everybody else that played the position, but he wants to take credit for things, dude. You got that little space, live in it. Yes, you're a world champion. Great, awesome. I'm, I, I pulled for you in 2008. Hell, I pulled for you again in 2010 when y'all lost to the Lakers. But you're a borderline Hall of Famer. And I, does it change my opinion about you? Nah, him keep running his mouth about everything, about Dwayne Wade, about what he brought to the table. Okay, dude, we know what you brought to the table. I mean, you were pretty damn good, borderline great. Stop bigging yourself up to make people think that you're bigger than what you were. Right. So this right here, does it change my, my, my outlook on them? Yeah, a little bit. Because I, I was right there with you 2008. When he went down, my heart sank. But you had you, you had to go boo-boo, dog? Are you serious? Yeah. Are, are you serious? And, but I, <laughs> I, I talked to BJ earlier. He was like, man, I would have took that to my grave. You and me both. Yeah. Nobody would have ever known that. Even after I was long dead and people could have told the truth, I'd have made you sign a non-disclosure agreement that you couldn't tell. But that's just my feelings on Paul Pierce. I, I, I mean, it's been brewing for some time. I had to get it out. I'm sorry. No, hey, got to get it out, bro. So, well, tomorrow at 2 p.m. We got WWE in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. And that's the super uh the super showdown. You got Undertaker versus Goldberg, uh Triple H versus Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you this. Everything that happens on that pay-per-view tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. We're going to break it down on Saturday. I know you're going to watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Um, 
Let me. I, I know, you know, and, and not to step on, shout out to uh, the big homie Dom, but that Undertaker Goldberg matchup, right, like 25 years <laughs> too late. Oh, come on. Like, but I mean, people going to watch, you know, like two legendary names. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But come on, we, we 25 years late with that matchup. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'm not even going gonna to knock that, but I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, but, like the the entrance, both of their entrance is going to be the longest part of that match period. Yeah, but the question is, I mean, they now number one, I'm sure it was a pretty penny paid to get the Undertaker to go to Saudi Arabia and get uh Goldberg. Oh yeah, I mean these two guys are pretty much semi-retired. I mean, in all actuality, they're two of the greats to ever grace the squared circle. So, but you, sir, if you are free Saturday, please, once you watch this, I would love to hear what you got to say. We will put a time up. And once we nail down a time and the WrestleManiacs jump off, we're going to use the free bird rule on Saturday. I would love for you to get on on this one. Oh, count me in, bro. You know, count me in, you know, family's family. I'm, I'm there. Good, because one thing, we don't go late no more. You know, we're getting a little older, and, you know, we got to get to bed early. But <laughs> we, we we definitely going to get that because it, it, a lot has happened this week, and then you still got tomorrow. I'm hoping that this super uh, showdown card is a great – just every match is just great. I hope it's better than the last time. So, well – we got the preview for the WrestleManiacs out the way. We got uh, game four. I got it right. Game four, four tomorrow. Hey, it's just going to be an epic, epic day going into the weekend, and the weekend's going to be even better. And speaking of which, I, I just dropped it, but uh, last time I checked, the St. Louis Blues were up 1-0 on the Boston Bruins. Let me make sure I got that right. Still, yeah. yep, still yeah, one nothing. Yeah, About thirteen minutes left in the in period three, and this series is tied two two. This is game five. This one might go seven games. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that, and uh, game six is Sunday at eight. So we'll see what happens. Until then, that's Delonte. I'm KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas sideline junkies 24 7 at gmail.com junkies out